Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Memberside 39. That's right. This is a special edition of the show this week as we are basically just putting out a Wednesday show before the the weekly episode, which this week will appear on Friday because it's the live Twillies, of course, uh, with the episode going live, you know, probably very late Friday night or perhaps early Saturday or something. But um, what we've been doing throughout the, the most of this season is uh, we've had a, a digital membership that we've had uh, on offer. And as part of the digital membership, each week we've been doing a, like a Q&A or an AMA where the members uh, who are signed up can basically hit us with any questions they like. Uh, doesn't have to be about football. Uh, most, most often isn't because, I mean, footballing topics are generally covered on the main show. And so this week we just thought we'd uh, do a free-for-all membersode just to let everyone know, just to give the give the non-members an idea of uh, of uh, what goes on, and uh, in that in in light of that, we sort of opened it up for the questions for for the members and non-question not members and non-members, and uh, yeah, we're just going to hit these hit these uh, questions as they came to us. But first, before we get into that, we really need to uh, stress that this Friday night. Now, it's going to be 9.30 our time. Or do you want to make it a little bit earlier our time to help out these fuckers from down south? Let, let's help out these fuckers from down south. So, right. so, so we, we can start doing this at what, 8.30? 8.30. On Friday. So that's 9.30 New South Wales Victoria time. That's it. 8.30 Queensland time. Whoever's in Perth, fucking Google it. Do the, do the, do the fucking math. I mean, honestly. <laughs> New Zealand. I mean... What's yeah, that? New Zealand. 10.30. Yep, do the math. So, yeah, so it's it's going to be 9.30 Australian Daylight Saving Time, 8.30 Australian Eastern Time and uh, Standard Time. And uh, they're going to be streamed, as always, live on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash This Week in League. The live stream will basically go, it will, it will, it will kick off at 8.30 or, you know, at the allotted time. And so you may see a holding screen there. If you're early, it'll start It'll start when it starts and uh, we'll be away. There'll be a live chat alongside the video for you to avail yourself on. And you can, of course, choose, if you wish, to join in on the live chat, uh, follow the results live and uh, interact with us live. And we will be addressing the chat as we go through certain points of the telecast. Otherwise, you know, you're certainly free to listen to it as per the normal podcast. Um, it'll be it'll be packaged up and released as a, as a normal episode, you know, via all the podcasting channels as per normal. But you got the opportunity to join us live as well, uh, and if if you if you wish. Um, now, before the Twillies, though, I mean, what are we recording now? It's about nine o'clock. Okay, so we're about forty eight hours away from the Twillies, which means you've probably got about forty five hours to get your votes in from the time we're recording this, okay? So the the votes are going to close at 5 p.m. Queensland time on the Friday, okay? Now, to get your votes in, the best place to the, the best place to go is just go to any of our social media channels. We've put the link out there. Just scroll back a couple of days and you'll find the link there on SurveyMonkey. However, if you don't uh, feel like doing that and you want to type it in right now as you're listening to my dulcet tones, then... You can go to surveymonkey.com forward slash R forward slash Twillies 2020. T-W-I-L-L-Y-S 2020. Surveymonkey.com forward slash R forward slash Twillies 2020. So if you go there, 
takes uh, from what I've from what I've seen. I mean, I get a lot of metrics and stuff like that from the uh, from the service. So it seems like it takes people about six minutes to go through and do all the voting on average. So get in there, put in a little bit of your time, have your say. So basically, what you're trying to say is get on and vote for the Twillies now, so you mm-hmm. can listen to the Twillies on Friday night. And know you've done your fucking bit. Know you've done your bit. And make sure that the right people win. Because I'll tell you what, out of the nominations, there there is the potential. There's some wrong options in there. there are some I mean, there fucking, were a couple of joke ones. The, there's some Trump-level possibilities to come out of this. Exactly. And don't be the one to say, well, I would have fucking voted. No, don't be a would have. Those would have, could have, should have. That's it. Get the votes in. It's free. Takes five minutes. And you go into the running to win a 2021 membership. So, Spot honestly, on. there's literally no one that listens to this show that's got more the five minutes that are worth more <laughs> than, <laughs> than, than, than voting in Twillies. And look, and I mean, I understand. I mean, it's very, it's very fucking late in the year. Believe me, I get it. This has been a weird season. It carried on. It carried on way longer than a month longer than usual. Then had another three weeks of Origin chucked on the back of that. I get it. It's almost Christmas time. Generally speaking, we've fucking forgotten about rugby league like two months ago. Almost the day two months ago. <laughs> Generally speaking. Yes. So um, look, look, I get it. But the season doesn't end until the Twillies have been announced. So do your bit and uh, get in there and vote before 5 p.m. Stop Supergrove going time? back to back. On Friday. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. I've, I've, I've seen the tally so far. Have you? I haven't even seen the tally oh, so far. Oh. I try to keep them. All, I, I try to keep keep the, a surprise for myself as well. Like I won't even be collating the votes at the end. Look, I'm well, going to have a, a non biased third party collate the votes. So as we open the little, you know how it goes, we open the little folded over piece of paper with the result. It's a surprise to us as well as yes. as, uh, as the listeners. So um, there's no fuckery involved. There's mm. no fuckery afoot in the mm. voting. The only possible fuckery afoot in the voting is if you don't have your say. Fantastic. Because it's always like it's it's always it's always like a, you know, like it, it's nowhere near 100% of our listenership that vote. It's probably not even 50%. Which means there's a lot of variability in the voting. You can one person I mean like like for example last year, we had the we had some categories that were like you know, point something point seven seven to something point three five, mm. and that was the difference. Yes. You know what I mean? So, your vote can make a difference. Make sure the uh, the person that you want to win the various categories actually wins, and the way you do that is by taking part and voting. Although, don't worry about Nathan Cleary. He has half of the year and player of the year and hashtag of the year all sewn up. It really wouldn't surprise me if you won half of the year because you know, apart from from uh, you know three noticeable fucking occasions in the three of the last four games of the year, he was he probably was he definitely was. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We we don't need your votes on yeah. him because he's already got that shit wrapped up. Oh, well, you know what? It, it, it's it's the it's it's the big you know you you you've got to pull out the scales of justice and say are those three high profile capitulations do they outweigh the you know, it's 18 or Oh, whatever. no, I'm not actually talking the Good merits games. of it. I'm saying that I had a look and the lead he's got, it's impossible for him to lose. <laughs> now you're making me want to actually really no, do, like just, look, just, at, look at it and see. No, relax. <laughs> okay, so into the questions. So the way these members and, work uh, is that Nate has seen these questions. I have not. And these are sent in. Some people want to remain anonymous. Um, other people are happy for their level of degeneracy to to go out into the world. Yeah, this, this one, this to... one, of course, is a. I'm going to presume a non anonymity for the fucking big the, for the for the embarrassing stories because it's one thing to go out to the the Digi members group versus the whole wide world of. <laughs> People that may accidentally stumble across the listenership this. of the number one rugby league podcast in the world. Um, yeah, that's a different thing. Mm. So, uh, and I mean, like this year, this this week, we did put it out there on the on the Facebook group as well, just for for the rank and file to get in and have their say as well. And 
Mark says, please spend an excessive amount of time bagging the fuck out of David Noffo. Yes. Look, I tell you, I, I, I tell you what he's referring to, of course, is the reports that came out earlier this week of uh, David Nofaluma could leave the Tigers at the end of next season and uh, a likely suitor or a possible suitor is the Parramatta Eels. Mm. Um, and this is this is based on the fact that he would like a, a pay rise and on the on the open market after this season, he, he thinks that he's going to be, you know, worth a, a lot more than he's on right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, his relationship with Brad Arthur and former teammate Mitchell Moses could see him joining end, end the up Eels. at Parramatta, it, especially with Parramatta basically no, you know, telling Blake Ferguson that his, uh, his services will no longer be required. The timing Correct. lines up nicely. Yep. The Tigers have, have uh, offered a three-year deal of Nofaluma. He hasn't signed it yet, so I guess he's going to uh, chance his arm mm-hmm. and uh, see what he's worth at the end of next year. Look, this could feasibly be nothing more than a media beat-up. Yeah. And it may surprise listeners to hear me talk so um, non-Tiger bashingly, but it could just be as simple as he hasn't signed his new deal yet. Yeah. And so now they have extrapolated out of that that he's looking elsewhere and this and the other. It may be that he and does. And he, he, he was courted by the Eels after Semi left as well. Mm. So there's this... Yeah, there's historical interest from that side. That's it. In in the past, which they, which makes it easier to join the dots as well. And it may just be that because he hasn't signed, the, the assumption is that he's going to test his, his value on the open market. Perhaps the Tigers have gone to him and said, hey, why don't you go and see what you can get? And then we'll, if we can match it, we will. And if not, we'll you know, bid you adieu yeah. or illegally offer you a, a post-footy career like Robbie Farrer. Uh, because when our CEO takes a a holiday because of cunt actions which seems to actually improve the club. But the the couple of things that I always find strange in this is how footy players sign a year out. It just seems so counterproductive yeah. that it's still in yeah. the game. Yeah. Um, and goes to show that you need to actually back up talk of loyalty and support. If it is a case of the Tigers just haven't offered him the right money and Parramatta have, have offered more, then as long as Parramatta haven't offered overs, which they could, they, they most definitely could have been hunted the situation. If they've if they've been hunted him and gone, well, he's a winger and we need a winger, so let's give him all the monies, then yeah. that's completely on, on the eels. But, but the Tigers, after a long time of, you know, talking up an offer and wondering why he's not playing rep footy, put put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, but was that the Tigers talking him up or, or Noffa talking him up? Oh, Noffa talks himself, himself up better himself than up, anybody else. Yeah. But but the, the Tigers back that up as, as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, exactly. And look, I'm not I'm not going to bag... I, I mean, I'll, I'll bag Noffa for, you know... Not 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 even for talking himself up, but I mean, for that, some of that deluded, delusional fucking talking himself up stuff. Yeah. Sure. Sure, but you know what? Him leaving the Tigers and making them look fucking stupid after they wouldn't trade him to the Storm. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, that's another hilarious entry in the history of the, the West Tigers being being absolute contract cucks. Yeah. And and you're right. It, but, you had the opportunity to to really trade up, really trade up. And also fulfill whatever the deep desires that Noffa has of playing in finals football and, and all that shit. Because that's the reason why he'd go to the Eels, because he feels like their window's still yep. open and there's no they haven't even built a fucking wall to put a window in at the Tigers yet, so Yeah, exactly. So, um look, yeah. On this occasion I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bag uh Noffa a super great amount, other than for talking himself up, but I mean it's clear now that <laughs> He's trying to get more money and success, so he's got to talk himself up to basically make himself to try and just put his name on the in the news, mm. you know, mm-hmm. as a commodity. Yes. Chris says, "Say a once former, or sorry, a once popular former podcast host was unfairly harassing you. 
and say this former podcast host is like Pete Best or Scott Rayner. The podcast becomes extremely popular after you leave. After saying all that, I have one question. How bad are Counting Crows? <laughs> um, to actually answer the question, they are fucking terrible. They are the worst kind of music there is. And people that like them should feel bad. And that's yeah. I mean, and look, look, yeah. If you if I mean, if you're the type of person that don't, you know doesn't want to bathe, for example. I mean, you know, great. There's a fucking soundtrack to your filth. Mm. If you would prefer to forego any sort of sexual pleasure for the rest of your life and instead put paper cuts on your bell end and then dip it in lemon juice, then yeah, Counting Crows may be for you. You know, if if you're the sort of person who would forgo uh, the the taste of delicious slow cooked red meat and instead can subsist only on the regurgitated bile of other human beings, yep, Counting <laughs> Crow may be for you. Yep, but uh, for for everybody else, no, they they don't enjoy that sort of experience. Or mate, uh, exactly. Um, is there like some sort of point, brotherhood there? Between Counting Crows fans and those the people that like that fucking Lincoln Park shit. No, look, I don't. Unless they're like the base, the base level of just like I listen to the radio type person. I don't think. There's well, I, I just else. think that the commonality there is just like there's some sort of. Huh, look at me, I've got feelings. Huh. And I think there's some camaraderie between the sort of fuckheads that listen to that sort of stuff. Look, I'm not ruling it out. I'm sure we'll hear about it. <laughs> and look, at the end of the day, and, and look, look, you know, there's going to be some people listening to this to push back. And, you know, if, and before you push back, go listen to the fucking Big Yellow Taxi and any band that trots out like fucking AM radio covers of songs can get in the fucking sea. Yeah. Exactly. That is correct. And if you're going to push back secondly and like say, oh, but Mr. Jones is fucking blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I love listening to fucking six-minute songs that repeat the same chord progression over and yeah. over with no fucking variety. Well, you probably do because Dead you set. like that fucking California punk shit. Yeah, thing is, they have th- they have like they have choruses and stuff and fucking they- and and bridges and fucking changes and also wallet. Mr. Chains. Jones is literally Mr. Jones is literally the entire the, the whole fucking time. Mm. over and fucking over and mm. over again and it never fucking ends mm. fuck that so, shit yes but yeah. um, also you know the the ex-host that you refer to does mm. have a PhD a player-hater degree they hate us because they ain't us he, he's just shocked that you share opinions with other people it's because what he thinks about almost every topic on the face of the planet is counter to what decent, rational human beings would think. Like when, when I say to, to decent, normal, rational human beings, is it okay to be a filthy state trader when it comes to state of origin time? Is it okay to be born, raised and schooled in New South Wales, then move up to fucking Queensland? And decide to go for it. Queensland origin. I, 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 spoiler no it's not alright exactly it's fucking disgraceful yeah you know it, is it okay to gaffer tape iPhones to the change rooms of junior rugby league carnivals <laughs> after you've discovered that your iPhone your, your Apple watch has a feature where you can set off the camera remotely if you ask a normal human <laughs> being if that's okay the answer is no. You know, unless it's you know, Cardinal Glenn Pell. <laughs> yeah. So uh, um, just don't don't worry. Phone call tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, take solace in the fact that your opinions are shared by others. No, but no. This is this is this is the thing. If if Chris, if you want to go so if, if you want to mend these mend the the damaged bridges between yourself and the uh, former co-host of this show, then there's one thing to do. Write down your opinion, copy it, paste it over a picture of a fucking lion. 
<laughs> I'll tell you, he'll be frothing. <laughs> Gabe said, will there be post-grand final meet-up drug testing? Is a mouth swab accurate if the drugs are shelved? Asking for a mate, of course. Hashtags, bags out for Naden. Poor old Naden. Um, I, in my entire life, and I am old, I have never seen the authorities ruthlessly hound somebody named Naden so badly. <laughs> it's a disgrace. But we were talking before we were talking before we started recording. We were talking about this very story, mm. and there's just I have so many questions. Like, when was the test conducted? Was it like, was it in the change room directly after grand final? I mean, they just say they said it was. They said it was on that day. Was it before the game? Was it right after the game? Was it significantly after the game? Like measured a time measured in hours after the game. Yep. When when you know when drinking and you know partying had begun. Uh, that's the first thing because I mean because that then leaves a whole bunch of other questions. Like, was he literally like? on the lines immediate like on the sidelines or like immediately after the full-time hooter or before the game yeah there's just so many there's just so many questions how long does it stay in your system i don't know did was he was was he on the, was he on the lines like two days before the game one day before the game these things these questions need to be answered for me to, to fully formulate my uh, my thoughts about mm. the whole issue mm. Because I mean, for example, if it was deduced that he had been on the lines like the afternoon before the game, yeah, like that that creates a that's, that creates one scenario. If it's like three hours after the game, although no that that may be you and I looking at this sort of thing with an older person's eye, and also older people that don't bounce back from even just drinks out. Like we used to. You Look, and I both. You. you and I both know people who yes. have been in situations with footy players the day before. Yes. Maybe there's not the stigma around it that we assume there is. Whereas you and I are both sitting here going, "How fucked is that? That he's on the bags the day before or the day of a grand final." Yeah. It seems to me that the the prevailing attitude out there is you can get on the bags the day before because it's out of your system and you don't get a hangover. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it may not be as shocking in uh, And who cares if you've got who cares if you've got a massive dump of serotonin on Mad Monday? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because Mad Monday Mad Monday Mad Monday never comes <laughs> if you just keep topping up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh mm. it's it's very interesting i mean i like the stigma at it this is something i've i've noticed over the last probably five six years is that the stigma around around it in general has really like changed and dissipated a lot yeah yeah like just just it just know it like even in just like you know like casual friend group circles where the last thing you expect to hear is someone literally talking about bags. Yep. That has like ramped way up. Yeah. And over it, the last five or six years. It it seems to me that now more people have access to it and more people have access to bigger quantities of it. Mm. And- it's also maybe that like that weed is so sort of pseudo accepted that it's no longer you know what I mean? It's no, it's no longer like a yeah. drug, per se. Not even that. I see, and and what I'd give you is from my experience, just being out. Mm-hmm. Again, like you were saying, just within uh, a group of of extended friends. That's all anyone's saying. So what? It's the cocaine that seems to have increased in popularity. People mm-hmm. aren't saying, "Oh, hey, you know we're." We're four drinks into this Saturday afternoon barbecue. Let let's get on the bags, or I can get some pingers, or I I can get some weed, or I can get this or this. It's just 
I can get Coke. There are yeah. no other options. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, I got no idea what it is. I'd like to see, uh, I'd be interested to see some data on that. Don't they? Yeah. I think they measure it in um, sewage. Oh, okay. That's one of the ways that they tell about use. So it passes through that, that uh, I guess, um, deteriorated, so well, it's actually a measurable thing. They've just got, it's just, well, it's the same as doing a piss test for drugs. Yeah, they they did a right. piss test for Nathan. And yeah. and when you're doing anything, you, you still need to go to the toilet. Yeah. And so it's just a concentration level. So they'd know that the concentration of this substance in this sewage plant is on mm-hmm. average this many parts per million. Yeah, right. You know, on a Tuesday morning. Yep. And they'd see that spike. I know some of our Popo listeners could probably give us some, uh, some uh, if not hard data, like, you know, some anecdotal rough sort of figures. I'm sure. I'd also be interested to see if they actually get that sort of info or whether it's more just focused on criminality and supply. Like, are, are they yeah, actually right. looking at well, what's what's happening out there in the greater population or is their focus on, you know, technically, without being crass about it, what, what they're trying to prevent, and that's the the supply? Yeah. Right. You know, do they, do they look at usage? Hmm. Interesting. But uh, yes. yes, poor nades. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, bags out for Naden. Looks like uh, Tyrone Mays booted the slut. Yes, out of the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> Which and then and then on top of that, as we said, like, you know, yeah, considering he was like the catalyst for the respectability coming back into the game in the final scoreline. Yeah, it's uh, it's a, it, it's a shame. I mean, he should. I mean, I think it's widely, it's wide, widely agreed that. He shouldn't have been sat to start the game. Yeah. And the, the interesting thing is that that he's gone, and I know we're talking a bit more footy on this episode than we normally would, and this would normally be covered in the news section of the regular episode. Yeah. But you know, he also knew he was dusted because he went to the club and said, I, I have some personal issues. I need to check into rehab. Mm-hmm. I've been using this, 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 and this. So he was smart enough to get in front of it. Yeah. And hopefully if there is some sort of actual issue there, um, that he can get some help with it. So. Yeah. Terry says, uh, given that the Panthers' premiership window is now shut, should Gould come back now to implement his next five to nine year plan? Ooh. Hang on, why is, it, sure. why is the premiership window shut? I think it's just been decided by Terry that the premiership window is shut. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to have to fucking break it to you this well, way. Well, look, in fucking Terryland, if it's shut, then in Terryland, Gus can come back. You keep running your fucking Terryland simulations and tell me how they work out. But in the real, Terryland in the is real de- world, devoting all of its fucking data processing to uh, the Trent coach and the dogs at the moment, I think. In the real world, the premiership window is as open as your mother's fucking gob should have been so you could have been swallowed <laughs> yes that's what they're paying for <laughs> <laughs> just a reminder digital memberships are I'd buy that for a dollar <laughs> um, yeah, I'll make this one anonymous for the fella but, uh, uh, someone who's who's been writing into the uh, to the members for the members episodes the last couple of weeks uh, fairly fairly new on the scene um, wants to share another story uh, followed by a question I've not I've not read this yet either, so <laughs> forgive me if I if I piece it together as I go so a few years ago I was just driving to town to play indoor soccer and I had to pull into a servo to fill up my car I used Bowser number two just keep that in mind for a second then as I strolled in to pay for the fuel, I noticed a little old lady at the desk speaking to the attendant. I overheard her say, excuse me, where's the toilet? To which the attendant replies, it's just over there, pointing near the entrance. So I then proceed to pay for said fuel, and he must have been, he, he must just instinctively say the number of the Bowser out loud to whoever walks in. So he asked number two, and the toilet was no more than four meters from the entrance. And no word of a liar, gentlemen, this is a true story. Then the old lady thought he was talking to her, to which she replied, 
No, as a matter of fact, you fucking pervert. I'm going to do a number one. <laughs> Insert painful, <laughs> awkward silence. And holy fuck, I lost my shit. I can't comprehend how hard I laughed so much that I nearly pushed out another turtle's head. <laughs> uh, he said, I didn't notice any fat slut mushing, uh, smashing a kebab this time, so I'm pretty sure I was golden. Uh, I'm starting to think that this is almost a weekly time, a weekly thing, story time with this person. So after seeing that, my question to you both is this. Can you name a time when you were in the right place at the right time that made you lose your shit in laughter? Was it the right place at the wrong time? Was the right place at the right time? I don't know. I've, I've, I've uh, lost, lost my shit with laughter many times. Oh, but yeah. The last time that I fucking really lost my shit, like to that point where you're laughing so hard that you can't stop laughing, and then you finally reach like a fucking truce in the laughter, and then you go to open your mouth again, and it just starts again. Yep. It was that. It was that time with the the the, the gender reveal the skeleton thing. <laughs> like that's how that's how long. It, like that is the hardest I've fucking laughed. In, like I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. Like the fact that it sticks in my mind as like a time where it's just like those times where you just can't stop laughing. All I remember of that was you laughing, but still trying to get out. No, we can't say that. No, we can't say that. Yeah, it, oh, it was, God. Yeah. Um, I, I, the one that's, that comes to mind instantly is um, it was a line I wasn't, Oh, I might have still been in high school, not long out of it, uh, and and it was uh, Philip, special yep. guest star from the 2016 Grand Final Day meetup. Yes, uh, who who I knew from school, and also you know very good friends with uh, long time listener Mister Wars. Um, Lived a couple of doors down from the guy with the snake. That's it for people who heard that story, and. And we were near where we went to school. There was a red rooster, and we'd we'd all caught up, and we decided to meet there because you know everyone knew where it was. We were hungry, so we we've gone in and ordered some food, and we sat down, and the person serving us in red rooster was an extremely large person. So much so that I don't think Red Rooster actually had uniforms of the correct size. As as in, I'm I've never seen metal working so hard to do what it's designed to do. You know, you know those disaster movies where like there's the suspension bridge and one by one the, the cables, the- <laughs> like you just and that noise that they make before they snap and just. Like, <laughs> Back to whether that was what the zipper on the front of their pants was doing. <laughs> that noise was coming <laughs> from it whenever they walked. Now that alone is is not a reason enough for, for anybody to become butt butt of the jokes. Um, but unfortunately, they also were, were lacking in in personal hygiene, and so the smell. That, that was coming was enough to overpower the red rooster that was being cooked from behind them. Uh, and I'm, this is still not funny. This is disgusting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but the food took such a long time to come out to us. It was so fucking long. And they put the food down in front of us. And as they put it down... The server said, I'm really sorry about the wait. To which, quick as you like, Phillips turned around and said, that's okay, I'm sure you can lose it with diet and exercise. <laughs> <laughs> and we've just walked. And it took me until I was at the door to understand what he had said. <laughs> and then it hit you like a wave. <laughs> and I broke down like I was singing the chorus in the bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking terrible though it, that story that's a terrible story it was so bad 
That per- that person probably fucking took the toaster for a bath that night. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd I'd like to think that um, yeah, maybe they uh, they better it was, they bettered themselves. Maybe so. Here's a question for you, for our man Cigar. Just wanted to get your thoughts on Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Is it the best DC animated movie? Oh, um, haven't seen it. I, I got it off the seven seas, but I haven't watched it. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. So I will do that and report back. All right. So that'll be one for a future week. Yes. Um, also, do you have any recommendations on some short, easy read comics? I mean, they're all fucking short, aren't they? I mean, that's the nature of the what do you want? Fucking, fucking genre, right? It's a medium. Garfield? You want your fucking attention span lacking cuck. <laughs> Look, a couple of weeks ago on these episodes, I talked about the Punisher Max one, and I'm pretty that series, I'm pretty sure it only had like 23 or 25. Like, it wasn't very many issues, and it's like a great self-contained best of Punisher story, you know, up against Kingpin, and then Bullseye's in it, and Elektra's in it, and like, you know, so it's, it, that's fucking great. Um, and it's not that long. Oh, I don't know, like short, easy, short, easy recos. It fucked me up because I, I don't really know. Um, what, I mean, because they, like they all are. Yeah. I would uh, recommend any, I, I, I mean. But that's like I guess, saying, okay, you know, so, what's, what's, what's a favorite fucking, you know, short, easy book to read? What do you like? Yeah, well, Fiction, look, okay. non-fiction, this um, yeah, well, I guess what I would do is I would, I would say, okay, then. So I'd rule out things that are great, but aren't necessarily short and and aren't aren't as easy. And so, so you'd rule out your things like Preacher and fucking Watchmen and stuff like that, right? I'd see, Watchmen's all political and shit, so I'm not about that. But to yeah. me, to me, Preacher's a, a fucking lighthearted read. Yeah. Like, for I mean, fuck's it's, sake, it's, you know, it's, the, 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 guy, yeah. the guy in it, gets progressively more like he looks like a dick from all the scars. Like, really? <laughs> What's well, not an easy read about that? Yeah, so I'm trying, I'm trying to think of something that fits the criteria. I don't know, man. Yeah. But yeah, not Garfield. That's it. Well, it's fucking short. Far side. It's easy. The far side, it's only, far side is only one panel, isn't it? Dilbert? <laughs> yeah. What happened to Dilbert? I, oh, I bet you that I bet you that motherfucker's still in syndication on the fucking newspaper somewhere. All I remember years ago, I had this book written by that guy. Uh, yeah. it was hilarious, and it got to the end, and he basically started going on about how he believes in the secret. Oh, like the final. What was this book? The was final it, chapter. Was a fi- I forget. I forget was what this, the actual. I think it was, it was a Dilbert. Was no, like I think a, it was a Dilbert book. Right. Right, and then there's this chapter at the end of you know actual words. I was like, oh fucking cool, let's see how he writes. But he was going on about how he believes in the secret. Hmm. So, mm. well, I mean, I guess if he fucking wished, if he wished to have a you know internationally syndicated short comic strip that made him mil- millions and millions of dollars, um, I guess it fucking worked, <laughs> and and it would turn him into a believer. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Those people are a type, though. Yes, they are. They're a definite type. Yes. Certainly the type that wouldn't be asked to co-host this show. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they said, what are your thoughts on the NFL season so far? Which team or player has caught your eye? Um, First thing, my thoughts on the NFL season so far, an absolute fucking cunt circus. And thank fuck the NRL... You know, by virtue of being in Australia, and 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 with our countrymen not being so fucking tied up in their freedoms, or you know the ones that the ones that are like that are such a minority mm. that they couldn't really fuck it up for the rest of us. I mean, they fucked up Victoria for a little while. Don't get me wrong, but on the whole, and they certainly didn't fuck up our season yeah. for the NRL. Thank fuck the NFL. It's the fucking opposite. Generally speaking, in Australian time, most of the games, we have a game, we have the Thursday night football, which takes place, you know, Friday morning up to about lunchtime. Yeah. Then you've got the Sunday games, which is the vast majority of the games each week. And they start telecast anywhere from uh, 3 a.m. And then there's like a 7 a.m. starting time. And then the late games are kind of, you know, like started about 
10.30, yep. 10.20, something like that. Then you've got Monday Night Football, which aligns with about 10.30 Tuesday start. This week, because of how fucked they are with COVID over there, mm. the Denver Broncos were playing their game and their quarterback wanted to get some extras in with the rest of the quarterback group. So there's four guys in total. So they went somewhere. I believe it was within their bubble. They went only themselves. Didn't wear masks, but said to be socially distanced from each other. But to do like a video session or something. As a result, they all ended up on the COVID do not play list. So so the Denver Broncos go to their fucking game without a fucking quarterback. Jesus. So like they had a wide receiver that had to be the fucking quarterback, and they were playing one of the better teams in the league. Yeah, okay. um, so obviously, obviously they were fucking raped. Um, then, as I said, the last game is usually like Tuesday morning, about ten thirty our time. We've got a game starting at six forty tomorrow morning. Yeah, there you go. Thursday morning, because the fucking Baltimore Ravens have ten fucking guys on their team that are on the COVID list this week. Jesus, and they're still playing the fucking game. I mean, NFL teams have so decent that, rosters. You know, is that that they've tested positive roster. to something or they've broken some sort of protocol? Some tested positive. Some have been, have, have, haven't necessarily tested positive, but they're by virtue of the position they play, they're in contact with the person, close enough contact with the person that they're considered to be a risk as well. Gotcha. Okay. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, then, then there's people that break protocol, like they go and see their fucking girlfriend or they go yep. out to dinner or like, yep. yeah, shit like, you know, like, you know, Paul Vaughn and stuff, you know. But you know, here, if you do that, like Paul Vaughan, you know, he gets he gets fucking slapped hard for doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, if they do it, they pretty much fucking catch COVID, right? Yeah, like, spot on. It's like it's just it's so this season and like you know one of my interests in the NFL season is like fantasy. Absolutely fucking ridiculous when your team's locked in and ready to go, and then all of a sudden, oh no, this cunt's he's perfectly fine. But he's getting fucking kicked out for for COVID shit this yeah. week. So you get it. I mean, it's it's just it's an absolute fucking shambles. Um, like the NBA did a great job this year in keeping the lid on that shit. And I mean, they had some issues before the shutdown. Yes. But once they opened up and they had their little bubble situation going, I mean, it was it turned out great. But it, um, it also seems to be that they were a literal bubble, as in they, they had were, yeah. complete control over who was inside, village, yeah, where they went, how things entered protocols around food and supplies and handling of all yeah. of that. Uh, whereas they would have had to work very, very, diff- very hard to, yeah. to breach. Whereas the, yeah. the NFL seems to be like the NRL was in that it is a, um, a virtual bubble. Yeah. It's like the team, the teams are sort of consigned to their own sorts of bubbles. And then they, then they travel from A to B for, you know, the home and away games yeah, that's it. and so on. And then there was a situation like then you've got like lockdown situations as well. Like, um, fuck, I forget the name of the county. Being in being in California is probably like Santa something. But the, <laughs> the, 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 the the county that encompasses San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Like Santa Clara or whatever it is. The county that encompasses their training and literal home ground facilities. Yep has put like some sort of, you know, COVID lockdown to some degree where, you know, organized sport can't happen and all this sort of thing. So they are, they can't fucking train oh, or host home games. And they, and this, this lockdown is to go for a period of, I think two or three or four weeks. Yep. And they've got two home games within that window. Jesus. So there is so much, there is so much shit happening that is just like <laughs> fucking crazy at the moment in the NFL. Um, Look, you know, the, the football's been great. I mean, you know, some teams, some teams don't even get to fucking train. Like, the Falcons didn't get to... I mean, believe me, Falcons need to fucking train. They didn't get to train or what... They got to train once through the week because of COVID shit. And then they came out and played a team that was performed far better in the season and, and fucking raped them like 40-something to the six. So, crazy, crazy fucking results. Um, teams or players that caught my eye. I think the usual suspects are always, you know, kind of up there. I mean, it's great to see the Patriots down this year. It's great to see the Bills up and, you know, dominating, you know, their division this year. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm really I'm really biased on this shit. I don't, you know, fuck these fucking guys. Player that caused my, caught my eye, same player that caught my eye last year. Derek Henry, my fucking fantasy running back. What a beast that guy is. I fucking love him. He's uh, single-handedly won me every game I fucking won this year, mm. and uh, and uh, and I would absolutely buff him. I'd let him fucking run through me. 
There you go. No question. There you go. But uh, <laughs> I hope that answers your question. Now we've got an anonymous question here to finish it up. There's uh, there's no uh, no this week in uh, Popo this week, which is usually a segment on the member sides. Uh, so just to explain although, that, we we seem to have had yeah. a, a large number of the members that work in law enforcement in yes. some description, and they have been absolutely fucking golden this year in terms of things like giving us the lowdown on uh, things involving NRL clubs. Uh, also, funnily enough, things that involve the tragic death of one Michael Hutchins. <laughs> There has been this ongoing. I mean, look if you if you like true crime, like let's say if you like fucking serial as a as a podcast, if you, if you like serial, you were into that shit, but you wanted to talk about something that actually matters, not the death of yeah, some yeah. fucking American teenager. Like, yeah, if you but it's actually like a like if you if you want to actually be like like serial, but good, except about like except the, like about the the death of the charismatic frontman of the you know one of the biggest bands in the world at the time. That's certainly one of the biggest in Australian history. <laughs> if you want that, then yeah, you need our members series. Because <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, there have been, uh, there's, uh, we've got, we've done a deep dive <laughs> into the events, and basically, you know, have have now now become the preeminent subject matter experts. Uh, so when there is a retrial we will be called on to give evidence, um, a.k.a. Oliver Stone in JFK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I'm sure that our um, our police friends, especially our main one, who remain anonymous, I'm, I'm certain that uh, he's, he's given, given me some great insight into the, the Jack DeBellin case. And, uh, and if he wants to write an email and, you know, things that I'm cleared to say... Then I would I would gladly go into it uh, for yeah. the listeners because it's uh, it's all very interesting, um, but this one's from another anonymous person. It's uh, most definitely not the popo, and I'm keeping it anonymous. He didn't request me to keep it anonymous, but he sent this in on the basis it was going to be like on the members podcast. And so I think I feel if we're broadcasting it out there to the masses, then then uh, I'll make it I'll make the executive decision to keep it anonymous. But he said uh, this was a, a story that was kind of in response to one. Um, from our gentleman with the service station story earlier. Now, he had an embarrassing story the week or, the week or two ago on the members' episodes. So this is kind of like a make-him-feel-better story. This happened 15 to 16 years ago. I started drinking about 8 a.m. on the golf course. It was a tradition for me back in my early 20s to have a beer after I finished the ninth hole. That day, I just kept drinking. Fast forward to about 8 p.m. and I'm charging. My brother decides to drag me to a house party. It was the house of my now wife. At that stage of the relationship, I was just starting to get her attention. Being a large, hairy man with a massive head, I was trying to slow burn, trap her with the charm angle. Anyway, I finally get some time alone with her on the front stairs. The house was an old Queenslander with wooden stairs. She's chatting away and I feel it. This fart that needs to escape, and escape in a hurry. Being pissed, I thought I could squeeze it out without her noticing, and then it happened. The small fart turned into a massive rumble that shook the stairs. I felt the burning heat from the back of my sack to the top of my ass crack. She She looked horrified and quickly excused herself. I got a lift home with a mate and proceeded to throw a perfectly good pair of jeans in the bin. (laughs) Happy note, we've been married 10 years this year. I feel he buried the leader, but he shouldn't have said it was at the house of his now wife. He should have left that. (laughs) He should have left that whole situation. True. That is true, and then just hit us with, and then just hit us with the fact, oh yeah, also getting married after all that anyway. Kudos for you for saying I'm going to keep this anonymous, and then not redacting all of the things in there that would identify very easily exactly well, for, who for, he is for, yeah, with, to yeah, anyone for, well, with half a fucking brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I just, I just, I, I, I didn't, I didn't say, I didn't say his name. I mean, it's like, yeah. What I would suggest to you is that you have missed that you obviously awoke something in her that night and she was just waiting. <laughs> you know, you've, you've mentioned that you're batting significant overs. So she's been waiting since that day to relive that moment. Um, 
it's 2020 and we don't kink shame. Next time, you're, uh, you've got a weekend away. I'd suggest for a special event like her birthday or an anniversary, secretly pack the rubber sheets. And <laughs> or the glass tabletop. And offer up the old Cleveland steamer. And choo-choo, bitch. <laughs> oh, so that's it for the questions. That's it for the episode. One more reminder. These membersode ones, they're, they're very short on ceremony. We don't go through all the stuff about spreading the word about the Facebook and the group and the rest of that sort of that stuff. Like that, you guys know where that's at by now. Um, We're going to post the Twilly stuff again on a bunch of social media stuff. Yes. Click it and vote. Yep. Yep, click it and vote. Uh, they'll be streamed again, 8.30 p.m. Queensland, 9.30 p.m. New South Wales time. Stream live on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash This Week in League. Get on there if you have a YouTube account. Uh, subscribe to the channel, and then you'll uh, hit the notification bell or whatever the fuck they, the, the YouTube is stated to do these days. And uh, that will actually tell you when we go live as well, so you'll you'll know if you forget. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and as I said, come along, listen to the, you know, listen to the episode live, get into the live chat and join in or listen to it just as a podcast like you normally would after the fact. That's Choice it. is yours. Voting open till Friday afternoon. As Jared, as Jay said, we'll put it up on the social media platforms just to make it even extra fucking easy for you guys. And uh, yeah, have your say. That's us. The season does not end until the last Twilly has been given out. Fuck yeah. See you, motherfuckers, on Friday night. Later. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.